Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about raid loot improvements that I would like to see in the game. I want to base some of this on things we've already seen and done in the past. I would like to see future raid content made not just better with respect to what's inside the raids, but also just with how they structure the loot. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage uh that's the best way to come in and take part in these discussions if you're watching on youtube hitting the like button and the subscribe button is an easy way to support me so why do i think the raid needs better loot why loot improvements i don't necessarily think they've done an excellent job with raid loot uh in in the raids in destiny 2 some of that's related to the the loot in general in vanilla but beyond that i think they've tried things and done different things and I think they could take it a lot further. So we're going to talk first about lack of perks. Then we're going to talk about lack of grind. And lastly, we're going to talk about lack of power. So the, there's a lack of perks, grind, and power. Uh, D1 always, I thought, had very relevant perks that added to your feel as a raider. I, I actually forgot about a lot of them because it just has been so long. The ones that I remember the, remember the most <clears throat> are obviously like the ones in Vault of Glass and then the ones in Wrath of the Machine. However, let me just read to you the perks that came on the King's Fall raid armor. This is raid armor that I wasn't even that, you know, I wasn't that fond of the loot in the King's Fall raid. Just listen to these perks. This is King's Fall raid armor. Probably the least the least liked loot as far as all the raids are going like the Wrath and Vog and Crota typically had better guns you know King's Fall is not the fondest memory that we have they had orb pickups create the chance for temporary bonus precision damage to taken increase armor while carrying the King's Fall relic gain a boost to recovery per grenade kill stacks for 20 seconds uh, faster reload while in the aura receive bonus melee energy for every enemy standing nearby when you get a kill increase agility when torn between dimensions gain a boost of agility per melee kill so there's a couple of those that would work everywhere like agility uh, going up for melee kills getting bonus melee energy depending on how many people are nearby um, gaining a boost of recovery for every grenade kill those would work everywhere and then there's obviously the specific ones about being torn between dimensions that's just King's Fall and that, I mean, that would take a while to get the ones that you wanted with the reloads that you wanted I think one of my favorite things to do was I would get a scout reload pair of gauntlets stand in the aura and get an outlaw kill with the angel's advocate it was like the fastest reload I think I'd ever seen in the game it was really really fun that's just one raid and one raid set that we got in D1 and I'm sort of surprised this morning somebody had to remind me they're like Lona when D2 launched armor didn't even have perks at all which is crazy to think about that we went from that on raid armor to literally no perks at all on armor the thing about these perks is that they added to your sense of being a stronger raider you'd be a little bit stronger holding charges in wrath or faster when you had the cannons and they did add i think some decent perks to leviathan if you can remember back that far they added perks to leviathan armor but they didn't require us to grind they just kind of slapped them on and they weren't nearly I don't think as good or as uh, you know influential as what we had in 
you know, in the raids prior. And I know people are saying, oh, you can add, you know, perks through mods, but the the mods, there was no conceivable way to farm for them. They were super random. They were also really narrow. You talk about giving us more freedom. The only, you know, you got stuff against Taken, against Fallen. These perks were specific to roles in the actual raid itself. Increased armor when you're holding the relic or quicker agility when you're torn between dimensions. Set bonuses for Gambit, I think, are a really good picture into how they could do this with raid sets and raid perks. Once they're all firing, maybe you get more, maybe it opens up. Maybe you could do something with the consumable nature of how when you're playing Gambit Prime, you get those consumables so you can consume something, get that extra perk for however long, and then you can wear an exotic. That would be another way to add internal currency into the raids in the way that they did with Wrath. And that's what I want to talk about next, lack of grind. You know, the lack of internal currency, the lack of reason to run raids multiple times. I think the Wrath of the Machine system needs to return and expand. They need to bring back that idea that you can get a currency, create keys, you've got those chests, running it more than once per week per character would be, I think, a significant injection into the end game life. Right now, there's no real reason to get a full set of raid armor, even, but if there was, there would be very, very difficult to get a full set of what you wanted because there's just such a lack of agency and control over what you get and when. I thought those extra chests in Wrath of the Machine were perfect. What you could basically do is every encounter has what they could potentially drop. So let's just imagine the first encounter in Scourge of the Past can drop the shotgun and a pair of boots. That's what it can drop. And it has the extra chest there for non-powerful drops. You can open that chest as many times as you want to in a given week for a chance at a non-powerful shotgun or a non-powerful set of boots because you're looking for specific perks. You could essentially create this rhythm of creating keys would require you to run the raid in its entirety. One full raid completion could net you one to two keys. So you run the raid one entire time, you create a key, you run it again, you use that key to try to get the item that you're looking for, and when you're done with that complete run, you get a key and you can run it again. This would limit the ability for you to kind of brute force getting all of the raid armor and guns first week. I mean, you'd have to really, really put in work in order to do this. And if they created a whole lot more loot, you could even have the loot rotate. If the entire weapon system of Scourge of the Past included all of the forge weapons instead of splitting up the loot pool, one week it could be a shotgun and boots at the beginning, and the next week it could be, you know, uh, the... The Blast Furnace Pulse Rifle, should have been in the raid, the Blast Furnace Pulse Rifle and Gauntlets. If it's a smaller raid, you can use the loot pool, I think, more intentionally having it rotate each week. And you would know before going in, they would kind of let you know some way on the UI that this week, these are the pieces that are dropping. So then you could have that intentionality and that player pursuit of crafting those keys. Each complete run wouldn't just grant you keys, it would grant you an incentive to jump back in with other people. That was one of the things that was so nice about Wrath of the Machine, being a Sherpa, being a raid expert, had a certain amount of benefit because you had multiple chances at the Nano Phoenix, obviously, you know, your three runs, but then also you got the internal currency for re-rolling your armor, crafting keys, chasing specific pieces of gear, and then once you get what you want, obviously, you move on. Lastly, let's talk about a lack of power. 
So there's a lack of perks. They really need to, I think, invest further into specific perks on the armor itself, maybe even on the guns. And then lack of grind. They need to do something about intentionality of looping back through non-powerful ver- you know, versions of the guns so you can grind for a specific role on a pair of armor, uh, like a pair of boots or a gun. Lack of power. I just am amazed that from the last wish to Scourge, they've done very, very little to make guns feel special and powerful inside the raid. We have long since forgotten the days of the Fatebringer. Even the guns in Wrath, like the Genesis Chain, were unique and powerful. Only one place to get the perks that came on them, and that has just been lost in the shuffle. The The guns and armor need more a more clear, visible and tangible top shelf element these should be top shelf pieces of gear and guns now curated roles I think is one of the ways that you do this if you're going to institute a gun like the threat level it was very clear everybody wanted the curated role because it came with trench barrel but I think curated roles should go a step further Curated rolls on raid weapons should be tantamount to the breakneck. The breakneck has a unique perk on it, onslaught. It's basically a static roll. It's very similar to an exotic. Now, I think you should mix that with random rolls. So there's all these random versions you can get on the shotgun, and then the curated roll is very unique, very powerful, very sought after. You do this with every single weapon in the raid. If they don't do this, I think all these systems really just continue to compound themselves and fall apart. There's no real control over the grind, so people give up pretty quickly. Even if you want a full armor set, it's just so unlikely you'll get one with the rolls that you want. No intentionality, no perk on the armor, no real reason to run the armor other than cosmetics, if you really would like to look cool. That's pretty much it. You're playing dress up in the raid instead of actually chasing top shelf stuff. And then guns themselves, they just don't do enough. I feel like raid mods in Last Wish and Scourge were a good idea, but they're super random. There's no really intentionality over getting them. They're also really restrictive. So if you get a bunch of mods, and this is where I feel like their attempt to give us more freedom has failed. Let's say you get enough mods to deck out your entire armor set, so anytime you're killing Fallen, you're getting all the benefits from all the Fallen mods. That only is helping you when you're fighting Fallen. You just ate up a bunch of mod slots for a very, very narrow benefit. You get X from killing Fallen. I, that does that does that seems more restrictive than the way it was before. Oh, I'm going into the raid. Let me throw on my raid gear because I get perks within the raid. And now we have mods that, I mean, and honestly, some of those mods are breaking uh, Gambit because it gives you such readily accessible power ammo. That's RNG giving you a massive benefit within Gambit, but that's a whole other discussion. I think the idea of power, it, it should be something that is helpful within the raid, but not narrow the way that they've done the mods. So overall, I would I would return to a Wrath of the Machine system with keys, optional chests, far more loot, so it's maybe rotating each week, far more perks and more power, and use the curated roll system to really make raid weapons stand out. You could even have curated armor rolls as well, just to continue to give you that sense of, there's stuff worthy of my pursuit in here. We're going to transition to Q&A if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube. You can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.